Sessions on 16 as a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everybody. Once again, my name is Isaiah Bell, and this is the legendary Eric Bryce. Um, I'm really happy that you all have decided to have me here. I'm really honored, so thank you very much. When I wake up in the morning light And the sunlight hurts my eyes Something without warning love Bears heavy on my mind Then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Oh, it's gonna be a lovely day day that lies ahead of me seems impossible to face and when someone else instead of me always seems to know the way oh then I look at you and the world's alright with me Just one look at you And I know it's gonna be A lovely day Oh, gonna be a lovely day Ooh. Oh When the day that lies ahead of me Seems impossible to say And when someone else instead of me Always seems to know the way Oh, then I look at you And the world's alright with me Just one look at you, and I know it's gonna be a lovely day. Oh, it's gonna be a lovely day. It's gonna be. Da 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 da
First of all, I want to take a second to welcome everybody back to the Music Everywhere Sessions on 16 podcast. It's been a long time, so it's uh, it's good to be bringing this back after a pandemic-induced hiatus. You know what I mean? But we are back. And uh, I couldn't think of a better way to come back than to call in some friends. And the friend I called in today is the legend in the making, our very own Mr. Isaiah Bell. What's up, bro? What's going on? Good to have you here, man. Man, it's good to be here. Did it's you nice have a good be. time? I had a phenomenal time. I, it was a it was a really authentic vibe in there. Like everybody in the room was engaged in what was going on, and I think because of that, like the music was really able to to travel. You know, I, it was dope. That was super dope. I definitely enjoyed it. I just kind of sat back and. Kind of got lost at what y'all was doing, so it was really dope to uh, just take a front seat to what y'all was doing. It was dope, super dope. This is the Sessions on 16 podcast that we do in conjunction with the performance part. Mm-hmm. And now that we're working with Charlotte Shout, and we'll talk about Charlotte Shout in a little minute, um, but with Charlotte Shout being a presenter now, we want to take this and kind of spin it in the direction of giving our audiences, the Charlotte audience overall, an opportunity to get to know the artists that are doing the work here in Charlotte. Um, I know today you had the legendary Mr. Eric Bryce with you, who we will get a chance to talk to at a later time. But today I want to give the people an opportunity to get to know you, Isaiah. You know what I'm saying? We're really trying to bridge that gap between um, audiences just coming to see people come to a show. I follow him on social media, maybe, and then if I hear his name again, I'll come back out. Or if I just happen to stumble across another, you know, thing, I'll I'll see yeah. him there. You know what I'm saying? We really want to try to take an opportunity to let audiences start to build an actual relationship with the people who are doing the work mm-hmm. here on the, in the music community. You know what I'm saying? And you 
absolutely been doing work here. You know what I'm saying? So let's just jump into it. Tell us about yourself. So I am originally from a small town called Nyack, New York. Nyack, New York. L. Lambert says Nyack. I, I understand that that's what L. Lambert said, and that young lady in the audience corrected him that day. <laughs> Shout out to my man, L. Lambert. No, definitely my, my friend, my brother. Um, we definitely got to get him up here. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to be we'll here for do that. It. But, um, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm originally from New York. Um, been singing all my life um, in church, in school. I was actually just thinking the other day, like, there has not been a full year like one calendar year where I have not been singing in at least five to ten productions. Yeah. Um, whether it be chorus concerts, uh, school plays, uh, church events, mm-hmm. or somebody's birthday, somebody's wedding, somebody's funeral. Like, I have been singing all my life. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's weird to me now because, like, I, I, I'm a full-time musician now. And it's like, why didn't I? Why didn't I think of this yeah. to start? Right, right. Um, but nevertheless, I, I'm just a, I'm just a guy. I'm just a musician, and everything in my hands is either music or an instrument. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you say that. Like, uh, why didn't I do this sooner? And I feel like I got like a, a theory on that. So let me ask you. So you started out in church, right? Mm-hmm. How old? They said that my first words were sung. Mm. So. Two yeah. ish, one ish. Word, word. Um, <coughs> what about your family? Like your family is musically inclined. Deep. Oh, musically inclined? No, I'm the only one. Word. Yeah, I mean, my my sister like played piano. My brother played cello, but like no one, no one took music seriously. Right, we were right. just we were just musical kids because my mom. But what you was about to say something though? So you saying your family was deep in church though, right? No, no, deep in church. My father was elder. Allen Bell before I was born. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like for a lot of us who grow up in church and end up like, you know what I'm saying, working our way up and, you know, kind of going through the ringer and ended up getting to the professional side of this thing, like, that's why a lot of us end up in that exact same place. Like, yo, how did I even get here? Or why didn't I think of this sooner? Because, like, when people, when I talk to people about, like, my journey, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? When I talk to people about how I got here and what the steps were, like that story, of course, starts the same way, like being in church. And my pops was playing in church, and my uncle was playing in church, and my grandmother was singing, and my grandfather was the pastor, and my mom was directing the choir, and my aunt was directing the choir, and this uncle was directing, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody was doing something, and it was like the music was just like my thing to do at church. Like, I didn't think about it as a career at all, even though my pops was touring by that time and recording and doing all kinds of things with, like, big people. But, like, we don't think about it because that's just part of life for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we don't we don't think about, okay, well, what are we going to do this Sunday? What are we going to do this Wednesday night? What are we going to do this Thursday night? You going to church. <laughs> what you mean? Like, Facts. We Wednesday night Bible study, <laughs> right. Thursday night prayer, Friday yeah. night pastoral exactly. teaching. Like, we going to be at church. Like, in <laughs> and a, Saturday choir rehearsal. Yeah. Like, you can get, like... Church wasn't an option. Like, it's like it's like it was a staple. Yeah, that's like it's like asking yourself, oh, why did I think about getting a high school diploma? Because you really don't have much of a choice. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it's that type of thing. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's where that realization of like, you know, how did I even get here? Or why didn't I do this sooner? Because it's so in us to be doing what we do, you know, that we don't think about 
the other side of it. So that's funny that you said that because I, I definitely think about that a whole lot. This next song is a Stevie Wonder number. Because, of course, if you're going to have a lovely day, you've got to come through something. Nothing nothing too bad, but maybe something a little, a little superstitious, you know? Something in the back of your mind. Very superstitious Writing on the wall Very superstitious Ladders about to fall Thirteen months old baby Broke the looking glass Seven years of bad love Good things in your past When you believe in things You don't understand Then you suffer Superstition ain't the way Mm. Yeah, yeah Very superstitious Gotta wash your face and hands Rid me of the problem, oh yeah, do all that you can. Keep me in a daydream, yeah, keep me going strong. You don't want to save me, sad is my song. Superstition ain't the way Oh, no, no, it ain't the way Very superstitious Nothing more to say Very superstitious Devil's on his way Months of baby broke the looking glass. Seven years of bad luck, good things in your past. Uh, oh, yeah, when you believe in things you don't understand, then you suffer. Run that back, Oh, when you believe in things that you don't understand, then you suffer. When you believe in things you don't understand, then you suffer. Superstition ain't the way. Uh, 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 uh,
I'll give it up for Mr. Eric Bryce, the legendary Eric Bryce. So you start out singing in church at a super early age. When was it that you knew you were like, oh, shoot, like I'm I'm actually kind of nice with this. You know what I mean? You want an honest answer? Absolutely. (laughs) Please. I'm not there yet. So <clears throat> I know that I'm a decent singer. I'm, I know I'm a good singer. Uh-huh. But, like, there are still things I aspire to, you know? And I don't ever want to get to that place. Like, I, I know that oh, I, am, yeah. I'm, I am good enough that people can celebrate my, my talent, my discipline, right, and my right. craft. Um, and I respect that because that celebration helps me pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as a – like, there's music in my head. And until I'm able to articulate, and I mean intelligible communication, everything that's in here, then I'll be like, I'm kind of nice. Okay. So, all right, better question then. Where was the transition between singing in church because this is where I serve to I want to build artistry out of this? I want to execute in this way, and I want to use this vehicle to tell stories, and I want to use this vehicle to help people outside of Sunday morning. Where where was that transition? Ooh. I want to say, and this is a very long time period, but some oh, sometime between 2012 and 2022, like it's it has been a very very long journey. Yeah. Um, you you know my my mentor Chelsea. Uh-huh. Like he when we when he and I met, it was that that's when the start of it was. It was like hey, like you know you can you could you're like you're pretty good at this. Like right, you can right. you can go far. And it was like uh, you know I'm, I'm singing for Jesus. You know what I'm saying I'm. But beyond that, it's like this this gift that I have, this talent that I have, the the work that I've put in it, I saw I saw how it started to benefit people everywhere. Just people who heard me, whether it was I sent a video to my best friend and her cousin heard it and was like, Whoa, who is that? Or somebody saw a video on social media or somebody heard me live. It's it it began to change my perception about how how I was able to affect the world, what change I could bring. And I think once I came to a realization that, like, oh, wow, like, this can move people, then that's when I began to stand more assuredly on just singing. This next one is a personal favorite. It was one of the first songs that I ever performed, like, as an R&B single. And so uh, it's very near and dear to me. You may recognize it. I do sing it a little different than it is on the track. I hope that's okay. Uh, You all look like music connoisseurs, so I don't want to offend anybody. (laughs) 
Exactly. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so special about that place. Even your emotions having let go so much space. When you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch. And it wasn't because I didn't know enough I really just knew too much Mm. Maybe I'm crazy Maybe I'm crazy Maybe I'm crazy Possibly Possibly, I hope that you are having the time of your life. But think twice, yeah, yeah. That's my only advice. Come on, hootie. Who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? Ha, 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 bless your soul. You really think you're in control? Well, I think you're crazy. I think you're crazy. I think you're crazy. Just like me My heroes had the heart To lose the life out on the limb And all I remember I want to be like them Oh, oh, oh Ever since I was little, ever since I was little, they look like fun. And it's no coincidence I've come. And I can even die when I'm done. Uh, uh, maybe I'm crazy. Well, maybe you're crazy. Yeah.
I don't know if anybody told you this today, but you can really play. Thank you so much. So, in making that transition from serving to singing for you and for your name and for what you're trying to build as an artist, even though, like, you know, we understand, like, that selfish, that selfless nature to, like, want to do it for people and to touch people and to inspire people. Who were some of your influences when you started to make that transition over that 10-year period? Daryl Walls. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal singer. Um, I listened to Ty Tribbett, Todd Delaney, Luther Vandross. Let's see. I <laughs> so I, I also listened to like um Elton John. I love Elton John. His Why? his songwriting is phenomenal. His simplicity is just clear. Like he just he gives a very clear song. This is always the question that gets me. Because I, 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 I listen to everybody. Right. Like if, if, you, if you go through my music playlist, just one playlist could have, I think I, think I reached 700 by I now. I already know. I already yeah. know. And that's just one playlist. So I, yeah. I, I listen to everything from, I mean, back in the day, I, like in my childhood, I would listen to System of a Down. Mm-hmm. I would listen to, to uh, Gorillaz. I would listen to, yeah, like, and I've gleaned from all of them. Like, yeah. Because music is music. Like, it's a language no matter who is speaking it. Um, and I just want to I want to communicate that language. But some of my some of my favorite singers like Dara Walls, Ty Tribbett, um, Jermaine Dolly, because that man is just it's just music incarnate. He called. Um, I love to listen to Kurt Franklin because he's a genius. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Henry, George Duke, Kenneth Whalem, um, Kirk Whalem, Keith Jarrett. And the list goes on. I mean, we we could we could go. Dave Brubeck. Oh goodness! I was on take five for a, a month, and I mean, like literally yeah. playing it back to back every day for thirty days. Right, right. Let's talk about that because because you're a musician too. Mm-hmm. You play keys. So when did you start playing keys? I started playing keys in November of two thousand nine. Okay. And how much of your growth as a musician has affected like how you perform as a singer every ounce every ounce every time i've learned something new on the keyboard now mind you here's how i learned how to play piano my chorus teacher at the time um mr abdullah birdsong he taught me how to play he's able um and just the regular four chords Mm -hmm. i sat at that piano probably the entire year every time i was in his class and just played around made mistakes and oh that kind of sounds nice oh I don't like the way that sounds and just kept going and then eventually by February of 2012 I went to my first uh, church gig and got paid for the first time yeah. that's when I became a professional musician and I was like I didn't even like I was just I was just doing this because again there's music in my head right. and I, I just want to get it out like I want to be able to communicate it if, if not just for me but for the rest of the world um, and so then that really gave me a hunger to like let me sit down with this let me uh, i started practicing uh the um 
Hannon mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. over the summer that year yep. to get my finger dexterity up on a weighted keyboard. Goodness gracious, long days and nights. But um, every every new thing is something that I was able to be like, huh? I understand. So the way I the way I think of music is like in sentences, um, and each note is like a different word. And sometimes I like to switch out some words, use some synonyms. Right. Um, and so with each sentence, like the more I learned, I was able to form more. And I don't want to say complicated sentences, but at least more colorful sentences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because if, if music is is just colors swirling around, right, right, and um, with with every new concept, I gain something new, and then I'm able to express that concept when I see fit in a song. Yeah, no, I can definitely tell that. Like even like listening to you and uh, you and uh, Unk, you know you and Eric play, um, like listening to y'all perform together. And even before then, cause, you know, we've known each other for a little minute, but but like when I listen to you perform, when I listen to you sing, I'm always I'm always impressed by like how how much you pay attention to the you know the chord structure of a song, or how much you pay attention to to those colors or to like this tapestry of notes that you have yeah, at your disposal. I, I just feel like it's necessary. Like, and and playing with Unk is, is a whole nother world. Because in his genius, he's setting up the concepts that he wants to give. Man. The artists that wrote the song set up the concepts that they want to give. Mm-hmm. And I have to bridge the two right. to, you know what I'm saying, in, yeah. in some way to make sure that, one, all three of us speaking can be heard. Right. Um, and so... Then, then with like a live band like we normally do at Middle C, um, you have John, you have Rod, you have uh, L, you have uh, Vic, and all of them are giving me concepts. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a smorgasbord of concepts that I can choose from. Yeah. And what I, I love doing is just okay. Well, he's doing this with this. I can tie this together with that, and and it's it's just it's one it's fun, um, but two I, I love to do it because it 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 includes everybody. It's like no one's left out, and I, I'm not. I'm not here for me. I'm, I'm here for the music. That's dope. And if we're all here for the music, then let's all speak together because we can be heard if we speak together. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that's really dope. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never really heard nobody explain it like that. That's really dope. But that's that's what it has to be. So I'm, I'm not gonna say I've never heard anybody explain it like that. You don't hear many singers explain it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, in the jazz community, you hear like different musicians talk about that very same concept as applied to like soloing and improvisation and stuff like that mm-hmm. because you know jazz is a very communicative music you know what I mean like when you're swinging and you, you deepen a solo like even while somebody's talking like everything that you're doing as a comper you know if, a, if there's a saxophone player playing Everything that you do as a piano player, everything you do as a bass player, even everything I do as a drummer, like mm-hmm. it's it's part of this conversation. You know what I'm saying? It's it's somebody giving their like most rawest, most passionate, you know, deepest, darkest account of something that they feel or something that they saw or something that they experienced or something that they went yeah. through. It's like a and, confession. Yeah, and you just you pushing them. Yeah, go. Man, that's crazy! Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like that's your ex. You know what I'm saying? Your, that's your exclamation mark. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so. Um, 
to hear you, you know, use that same type of metaphor, like when just, you know, singing a song, like that's that's really dope. That's really dope, and it speaks a lot to, you know, what you do and why you're so good at what you do. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, for those here in Charlotte who have seen you, have heard you perform, um, and for those who haven't yet, you know, who are some of the people who you work with around town? Oh, well, got to gotta start with the, the man, the myth, the mogul himself, V.L. Lambert. Um, I am an honorary and full standing member <laughs> of V.L. Lambert band, mm-hmm. proudly, mm-hmm. all day long and twice on the weekend. <laughs> um, but I also work with, like, some individual artists, yeah. uh, Steve Dalton. Yeah. Um, and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte. I work with Karen Poole, uh-huh. and or at least I would like to. I, she and I are friends. <laughs> we we work together yeah. often, or, or, um, or. and she's also a joy. Uh, who else is here in Charlotte? I, I travel too much. Um, I sing with uh, Epic Proportion, the party uh-huh. band, yeah. uh, and that's always a fun time. But I also sing with Ace Party Band with Afton Smith. Um, she is a she's one of the most char- charismatic performers Word. I've ever met in my life and singing with she makes singing on stage so easy or yeah Word. it's 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 amazing and you also do some work with Dennis Reed too right yes yeah I know we we started working together and that's been that's been a whole vibe that man is a genius <laughs> Dennis is crazy Dennis Reed is a genius and Dennis you can quote me saying easy Dennis is crazy one of the first casts I met when I moved down here so oh wow I feel like we've been here forever we're at the last song. This song was originally originally written by Paul McCartney. Um, but Marvin Gaye did a version. Bet you didn't know that, did you? Uh, I think it was in 1969. It might be 79. I don't remember. But it's a great song and I absolutely love it. I've been trying to sing it for the longest and I've never had an opportunity. And then I got a call. Love, love, love was 
Action easy game to play. Legendary Eric Bryce. Again, like one of the presenters of this podcast is Charlotte Shout, and one of the purposes of us even like reviving it uh, after you know uh, having to stop production when COVID hit. One of the reasons why we're reviving it is because. Like, Shout was this massive two-week-and-some-change festival that was just full of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It was music. There was an ideas pillar. There was an art pillar. We brought local artists from all around the city. We brought, you know, international art installations from around the city that people got a chance to just, you know, walk around and experience my kids got a chance to walk around and experience and just we lit up all the uptown and there was food and you know just all kinds of stuff it was mm-hmm. this super immersive experience and even with two weeks worth of programming we still couldn't get everybody to be a part of it but you were a part of shout uh tell us about your experience with charlotte shout this past year my experience was phenomenal um uh, we have been talking about Shout for a minute, and I know I told you that I, I'm definitely interested, and <clears throat> I didn't think I was going to be able to do it this year, and then you gave me the call and was like, hey, you're on for Shout. And I was like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here we go. Like, yeah. it's from an artist's perspective, um, being on stage, like, is, is such a such a harrowing experience. Yeah. But, like, to be on stage in a space where, like, you're comfortable the vibe is authentic. You feel the music. The people are feeling you. It's it's one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah. Um, and I was able to have that at Charlotte Shout. Wow. That was also the first time I saw my face on a big screen. 
<laughs> and then my mom came out. Like my yeah. my mom has been real ugh about mm-hmm. COVID, and and like she she came out to to see me. Now my, my mother's the type. She was at every game, every chorus concert, every play. Um, and so, like, COVID really kind of separated us in that in yeah. that fact, and we were able to rekindle that wow. at Shout. That's dope. Um, so it was a very special That's experience for me. That's super dope. Yeah, and that was a, the the event that you did at Shout, the Gospel the Gospel Sunday event at Gateway Village. Like, that was a super, super, super special uh, project, you know, for me. Um, I actually started the, the Gospel Sunday concept with Dennis Reed. We started that is that right. At, yeah, we started that at... In October uh, of NOC. 19 or 20? Yeah, it was uh, September, October of 20. Yeah. So after having been off, you know, after COVID, having shut everything down, yeah. when Middle C reopened and, you know, me and Larry Farber got to talking about, like, what can we do to give back? What can we do to breathe life back into things? What can we do to do our part to do things? And you know, there were all kinds of people doing all kinds of things. Like Chaz Arts was doing their thing with the you know Crown Station series, and you know, me and L were doing communities and concert. Me, L Lambert, and Stefan Kalander and yeah. Eddie Harris, we were doing communities and concerts. So that was giving people opportunity to perform. Um, Middle C had opened its doors like, just back at the summer, so they were starting to do all kinds of things again. Um, but people were like churches hadn't like come back yet. Like almost all the churches that I can think of were still completely virtual, so mm-hmm. people weren't getting together and having church. And um, you know, what I'm saying like for people like us who grew up in that, like we understood, like we felt that. You know what I mean, like. Some of us you know, joke about like not going to church no more after growing up having to go and stuff like that. But like, yeah, when that be- when that becomes such a big part of your life, you know, outside of just like the faith aspect of it, like there's something to gathering. You know, what I'm saying there's something to that being together. And you know, mm-hmm. obviously there's a whole different side to that. You know, we can go on and on and on about, but there's something to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like there's something to that experience that goes deeper than just you know what I'm saying like just your your faith or it's much deeper than just like you know routine or religion yeah. and stuff like and that 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 very same concept is the reason why we love music exactly it's like somebody gets it exactly somebody understands how I'm feeling somebody gets the vibe without me having to say something mm-hmm. it's I don't feel alone yeah. because they have it too yeah it's it's the same thing yeah man so we we you know, me and Dennis got together, and me, Dennis, and Fannie Mae actually. DJ Ooh, Fannie Mae, you know what I'm saying? She was doing crazy. her. Uh, she was doing like a Sunday brunch, like from like on Facebook Live at the time. Like yeah. that was just like a thing that she was doing every Sunday, just banging out just these like hour long gospel hits. And um, so we all got together and we started doing this, and just like every once in a while, and then I was able to pull some friends in. Karen Poole did one. Aji did one. Uh, Eric Bryce did one, and then uh, starting in January 2021 is when me and L, I I brought him in to be a feature for January, and it went so well. You know, it was like yo, like let's. I remember January. Yeah, yeah, that was was, that's how I met you. Yeah, Yeah. and um, you know, it was like yo, let's let's join forces on this, and like let's 
locked down some continuity and it was great for me because it gave me some freedom to be able to think more because it was different when I was having it because when I started with Dennis it was just me and Dennis and then I had to figure out something else to do and then after I did that I had to figure out something else to do the next month then I had to figure out something else to do and having L there and having the band there that was one thing I didn't have to think about and then with L being <coughs> the the politician that he is the future <laughs> politician that he is you know L's gonna go and work the room and talk to everybody all that stuff I'm not gonna do no, you know what I'm saying so <laughs> just not gonna do it uh but L's going to do all that stuff. So now, like, L's going to kick the engagement up a hundredfold. Yeah. And then I can focus on what my favorite part is, the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then from month to month to month, we were able to get Chu. We were able to get Keandra. Um, you know, we were able to get, uh, we did a Clark Sisters tribute. We did a Winans tribute. Uh, we had mm-hmm. Maria my Godfather, Howell. yeah, Godfather Eric Reed, Maria Howell. Like it's just had an amazing run. Brave Entertainment closed Brave us out. Entertainment, yes. Like it was just an amazing run. So you know the Gospel Sunday brand is super super special to me. So being able to have that be a part of Shout and bringing you know special guests like Melvin Crispell and Alexis Spite, yeah. you know have you and have Karen and have L there. It was just phenomenal and you know. It was just everything about that experience was really, 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 really rewarding for me. So, uh, yeah, y'all definitely made that way, like, bigger than I could have ever imagined it would be. So I definitely appreciate y'all. You know, definitely appreciate y'all for that. So in the spirit of wanting Charlotte to get to know its artists better, what is... What is something that you want Charlotte audiences to take home about you and about who you are? Like when when somebody sits down and listens to this podcast, as they start to see your name in, in different places, and we'll make sure we get your social handles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, before we go, before we get all that stuff, like what do you want people to take away from who you are? Like. When they think about who you are, like what's the connection point? So it's it's less of a it's less of a thought, more of a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, um, you know, when you're driving and you're in traffic, and like you've been in traffic for a while, yeah. and like well, you're frustrated, of course. <laughs> but like it's that it's that moment where like the traffic somehow for some reason just breaks, and you're able to just drive freely. Yeah. That's the feeling I want people to get when they listen to me sing. That's dope. That's yeah. super dope. Well, people should be very familiar with that feeling because, again, we live in Charlotte, North Carolina, where we get very random, unnecessary traffic jams that magically clear up for no reason. So everybody should be be able to identify with that. You guys are welcome. All right? So <laughs> on our way out, let's get your social handles. How can people find you? So on so Facebook, keep up with you. on Facebook you can find me at Isaiah Bell. Not spell Isaiah I S A I A H, Bell B E L L. And then on Instagram it is at Zay the Singer Z A E the Singer one word. And on TikTok, if I'm not mistaken, it's Zay the Singer the number one, all one word. Well, well, again, man, thank you for coming in today and sitting down and taking some time out your day to be a part of this. And uh, we look forward to more and more from you. 
um, you got a you're working on some original music, right? I am. I was actually just in the studio last night yeah. working on my first, uh, the first song I've ever wrote. My my initial single is called Fortress. Word. Um, and I have some other stuff in my head that I'm working out too. So hopefully soon I'll have a project that I can give to people to really express, hey, this is me, and this is what I I've decided to do on a track. I tend to stay away from love songs. Just a me thing. Don't judge me, please. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, maybe I gotta change. It's okay. I'm ever evolving. It's a work in progress. I'm under construction. But a very dear and special friend of mine asked for this specific song, uh, and I have a problem telling him no because he has a problem telling me no. So this song is not dedicated to, but at the request of Mr. Tim Cott Jr. He is in love. Mm-hmm. I was there at his wedding. So this song is dedicated out to Kenya Scottish. <laughs> To treat you right 
Queen City Podcast Network.com.